wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at the Trophy Room Show. And if you like what you hear, please Consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Plop us a follow on Spotify. Or if you really, really like us, you could toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I don't know why, but you saying plop of review yeah. made my spine shiver a little bit. Yeah, I added that in there because I know that like Spotify is our second like most popular platform, right? No, I'm not even like this. Just you saying the word "plop" is what triggered the the shutter. Well, you know what it is. I just don't know. Like, (laughs) throw us a follow over on. I I, I mean, you're not wrong. Like, it's not an inaccurate saying, but it just plop us a follow. I immediately thought of like a turd. You're right. Maybe I do need a better word to use. Maybe I do. That said, man, it it feels like forever since we recorded last week. Yeah, it does. Right? It it does. Yeah. And in fact, like we're actually recording earlier than than usual. Yes. At least this part of it. Yeah. There's some big news and we can say it because it will happen already. I know. Isn't that crazy? So uh, the reason why we're recording this part, the first half of this episode early, the news portion is because I will be on another podcast on the same time that we usually record. And that's a podcast. What is it? Is called Podcast Beyond. 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 <laughs> yes, Joe. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait Oof. since it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah. I know you're going to crush it. I hope so. <laughs> and, and everyone here is super proud of you. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. If you all don't know, if, if you know, if you're a new PlayStation fan, but, you know, you may not be aware of them. But as a longtime PlayStation fan of over 10 plus years, uh, Podcast Beyond is actually the ticket as to why I'm a PlayStation gamer today. So mm-hmm. honestly, it's like a it's it's like a coming full circle. This was my first ever like this is my favorite podcast. I don't miss any week. Yeah, that was my first podcast experience ever and yeah. it's led to so many things that I hold so dear and near to my heart. It's so, led to this show. 100%. And all all I'm going to ask you, Joe. Uh-huh. Just put in good word for me, okay? okay. I'd That's be it. like, yeah, I'd be like, hey, thank you guys for having me. And uh, cause a big piece of crap. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I'm I'm a bag of nerves because again, that means it means a lot to me. It is really a coming full circle as a content creator, and um, I really owe it to everybody listening, watching, however you're consuming this show. Um, honestly, thank you all so much because it's you that got us here. With that said, Kyle. This week, we're talking about a whole lot of stuff that's actually happening in PlayStation land. We're going to be talking about a rumor that PlayStation and Marvel are teaming up yet again on a multiplayer exclusive game. We're going to get our first glimpse of The Last of Us show. Spider-Man DLC is going to come with cutscenes and a full story for PlayStation users. And PlayStation 5 games might finally be coming to PlayStation Now. And last but not least, we're going to be talking about Death Stranding, Director's Cut, Impressions, and more. 
But before we get into all of that, it's time for our Patreon pitch. I want to thank all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS trophy room. If we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever the case may be, it really does help us out. Even if it's just a buck, you throw it our way over at patreon.com. It keeps the show running. It's the reason why we look so good. Sounds so great. This week, Kyle, I got a new mixer because my mixer died. And now I get to, because, you know, Earthy Cheese's mom, inside joke for new listeners. We had a four-star review. Earthy Cheese's mom didn't like her cursing. So I figured it out. Every time I want to I bleep it out. (laughs) Too much much power is in Joe's hands now. And I don't know how I feel about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. It's great. So honestly, thank you all so much for giving me this almost godly power of podcasting (laughs) i am i am certainly going to beat that joke to death within this episode (laughs) but thank you all so so very much i want to thank our platinum producers todd berowitz and too soon i want to thank our newest patrons and when i say newest these are actually people that subscribe to us right before a major event and i haven't gotten them on the list and they haven't yelled at me yet and so i really need to fix that asap Let's do it. Our newest members, Violet Blossom, Brenton Zachary, Eric, or sorry, Rick Arrington, all silver members. Thank you all so much for becoming patrons. Our platinum producers, Todd Berwitz and Too Soon. Our gold members, Todd Presnell, Gavin Gofried, Jose Jimenez, Jaded Eye Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Robbie Bobby Miller. Our silver plus members, Hyden Dorton, Nakachaka. Marcus O'Neill, oh, it's just Ray, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadus Vaughn Metal, Tim Wolf, Justin Rodriguez, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Tom Roper, again, Zachary, Rick, and Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots. Thank you all so much. That list is coming so long that I actually might have to clip the end of the show now, too. Oh, yeah, either way. Uh, real quick, though, it's Brad Press now. Brad? He said Todd instead, but it's fine. Brad. I was, thinking Brad. Todd, I, was, I was thinking Todd Oxford, friend of the show. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, no, I'm I got up. you, Brad. I got you, Brad. Brad, I keep on messing up Brad's thing. <laughs> it also doesn't see. help, like in the doc, Todd Berwitz's name is right above Brad's sure. name. That's probably where yeah. little crossover. Also, might I add, and, and maybe this is overreaching, it is my birthday in between this mm-hmm. episode and next. My birthday's on October 4th. What are you trying to say? Maybe, you know, throw us a Patreon little gift. <laughs> Say, hey, Joe, happy birthday. Here you go. Because here's the thing. Nagachaka is a platinum producer this month. He doesn't want the credit because he likes to, on our birthday, give us an extra 25 bucks, Mm -hmm. which is super nice, by the way. Super nice. But I'm going to credit you every week because you're a platinum member. Dang it. You have no. Take your praise. Take it. And deal with it. We love you. Dang it. With that said, Kyle, it is time to square up the news. First bit of news uh, to be squared up is, do you want to do the little jingle before I start? Rumor has it. Rumor, Sony is working on a new multiplayer Marvel game exclusively for PS5. This comes from Andrew Kaya over at PS Lifestyle. Following the recent announcement of Marvel's Wolverine in the making at Insomniac, as well as the critical success of the Spider-Man franchise leading to a sequel, additional rumors have indicated that Sony is planning to utilize the extensive Marvel catalog with a new multiplayer game. These rumors allege that Sony will likely release the game as a PS5 exclusive and that Spider-Man Miles Morales developer Insomniac Games will work on the upcoming title. 
as if they weren't already working on enough Marvel properties. The information comes from prominent video game industry insider Nick Special Nick or Special Underscore Nick Baker who mentioned on the Xbox era podcast that Sony will continue to work with Disney and Marvel in the coming years. Furthermore, he implies that Sony is looking to expand its relationship with the entertainment giant by creating a new multiplayer title separate from the upcoming Spider-Man sequel and Marvel's Wolverine, both of which were announced earlier this month. Interestingly, Baker also speculates that Insomniac Games will develop the rumored multiplayer title, but reiterates that it's pure speculation. Hmm. He isn't certain which studio is working on it. If rumors are true, this means that Insomniac would be developing three Marvel games at once. Spider-Man 2, Marvel's Wolverine, and the aforementioned unannounced multiplayer game. Past job listings from Insomniac seem to back this claim up, as the studio was previously looking to hire a systems designer with experience in multiplayer features, even though both Marvel's Wolverine and Spider-Man 2 will not have multiplayer mechanics. Okay, so a lot here. First off, Nick from Xbox era. How about you stick to the Xbox rumors, all right? <laughs> For like three times in a row now, it's like from the Xbox era podcast. Like, why can't it be from the trophy room? You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. can't? Why don't we have those inside sources? Yeah, I you don't know? know. I'll keep it secret. I'm awful at keeping secrets. Anyway. <laughs> These really are. <laughs> really bad. Uh, so maybe don't. Now you have a bleep, though. So now you can just That's say true. the secrets. And yeah. Just... yeah. So. Hold me. <laughs> oh, it's already old. So, okay, Kyle. Yeah, this is some news. Uh huh. What are your What are your your feelings on this? If it's Insomniac again, because we talked about this maybe even a week or two ago, of like, uh oh, they just turn in Insomniac into a Marvel know, machine. Marvel machine. Yeah. Um, I hate this. First yeah? and foremost, uh, not because it's a multiplayer game. It's because the, that job hiring of looking to uh, for a systems designer with multiplayer features, that was the little bit of hope that I had for a resistance coming back. Okay. I've been Samnick working on that. So if this is the rumor that this it's now a Marvel thing, it's just going to personally sting because I'm hoping that Insomniac gets back to resistance at some point in, mm. in the near future. But that being said, I think a Marvel multiplayer game would be cool. I just I just don't know what kind of style it would be because we've had that. What was it? Marvel Omega something. Yeah. Omega Strike or which something. was like an MMO mm-hmm. similar to DC Universe Online. Marvel Heroes. Yeah, it was kind of like a. Yeah, massively multiplayer, but like yes. Diablo-esque, if I'm Yes, not very much so. And it was cool. I played it for a little bit. It was very, very fun. Um, but I just don't see that being like a thing that Insomniac would do. Yes. So it, it would it just be a like a like a online only like beat 'em up kind of situation. Right. I don't know. It's it's I'm trying to think of what insomnia can do that isn't like a first person shooter, right. unless this is like a Punisher and Deadpool first person shooter kind of thing. Not de- yeah, Deadpool. And, yeah. I don't know. It's just I have questions. I have more questions than I have answers. No, I yeah, totally right. And because it, this is definitely rumor and speculationville, but uh, when it comes to multiplayer in, in the like superhero space, it's like yeah, Marvel's Avengers right now ain't it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think somewhere along the lines of, um, ultimate Alliance would be great, That'd be great. Yeah. But it's on switch. And how do you keep those players active for, you know, years to come, if this is a games of service and what I definitely don't want 
though it was a competent shooter, I'll say, I'll give it that, is a Gotham City imposters situation mm. where you have like people dressed up as Spider-Man with like an AK-47 and you're like, no, nah, let's leave that to Fortnite. <laughs> what if it's LARPing, but it's with Marvel heroes? Well, what if it's like a DC online situation where you kind of make your own hero? I'd be totally down with that. Yeah. I just don't know, again, if not even Insomniac or Sony at this point, if Marvel wants to double down on that kind of thing again, because yeah. Midnight Suns, the XCOM game, you are creating a new hero True. that's helping out the Midnight Suns and, and whatever. So, like, I just I, I don't see Marvel putting a duplicate kind of game out there. Honestly, almost. it just hit me because of Black uh, uh, Back for Blood. Like, what if we have, like, the dark like characters of Marvel mm. kind of like teaming up for like a, like, let's just say you get, I don't know. Um, you get like someone like blade, the punisher, you get daredevil in there. And like, they're all like s- classes in, in a vein of like Avengers, but they're there to like stop. I don't know. Vampires or undead critters Ooh. from running around. That or would be cool. if you're since punishers, there, like vampire terrorists. <laughs> Or let's just go a step further. Yeah. I know everyone's tired of zombies. Let's do Marvel zombies. Ooh, I would be down with that. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I think it'd be a little shocking for people who don't know about that sure. to be like, why am I killing zombie Captain America? That seems <laughs> weird. Yeah. But like, that's a thing that happens in the, in the book, the source material yeah. material. I don't know. There's a lot of things they can do. I just don't know if they need to do it, honestly. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I want Insomniac to have the freedom to do what they want to do. Yes. And if they are just going to be a Marvel machine, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I will buy and play it, but it's I want the ratchets. I want the yes. resistance. I want yes. the uh, the the uh, oh, my God, I'm blanking on their other franchise. overdrive. Thank you. I want like the original gotcha. kind of Insomniac things. Yeah, no, I, I I'm right there with you. Uh, this is uh, yeah, this does worry me because I do want more Ratchet. I love Drift Apart, and I want to see a sequel or a remaster of Sunset Overdrive. These are things that I would love on on PlayStation Five. But if it's just another Marvel thing, it's like okay. As exciting and as great of a job as Insomniac does, I also want them to do their original stuff because they're so great at it as well. That said, mm-hmm. Awesome Dave writes in. He says, I think, and you could write in as well, writing over to the Trophy Room Discord server or at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. And Awesome Dave writes, I think that having all these... Mm, awesome Dave. Joe, you close. have the perfect thing for it now. Oh, you're right. <laughs> the <laughs> Marvel games will be great. But do you think that we may see too many Marvel games too fast? Will there be Marvel video game fatigue? Absolutely. Absolutely. I do think there will be game fatigue when it comes to Marvel things, especially. Especially, I think it'd be a bad look for outsiders looking in is why is Sony getting all the Marvel things? Hmm. And there's too many Marvel things because like, because they got to keep Spider-Man in the MCU. It's <laughs> 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 necessary. <laughs> I I do think there might be a little bit of a fatigue. I don't want every I don't want every PS5 exclusive to be a superhero game. Sure. I want I want more variety out of it. So I 100% think there could be some fatigue there when it comes to Marvel-based games. Yeah. Um, but like again, I I do trust them. 
Mm-hmm. I do trust them to have them spaced apart. I do trust them to like be unique enough. Sure. Kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think there will be because everybody keeps telling me there's going to be MCU fatigue. And I don't believe that that exists. Honest to goodness. I don't like every time there's a new show, like Loki was huge. Look at Shang-Chi out there. Just, Oh, what a, what an amazing it's coming to Disney plus soon. Oh, so good. It's so great. So like, you know, all these movies and shows continue to do really well. So I don't think that fatigue's real. I think if it's a good game, it'll stand on its own legs. It'll Fair. be fine. But if it's a bad game then or mediocre, then it'll fall on its face. Like we're seeing with Marvel's Avengers, you know, mm-hmm. th- congratulations. It's on game pass. And I hope it does good with the whole cloud gaming thing. But like that game has been struggling because it's not a good service based game. It's not keeping people there for, you know, long periods or spans of time so to me i think it's more of a challenge for these games to hit but you're absolutely going to see more of them from both marvel and dc dark horse whatever you're going to see more uh comic book games i'm i'm also in addition to the story of it being a multiplayer marvel game yeah i'm worried that of the overabundance of multiplayer only exclusives on ps5 yes that is so completely different than what playstation's mo is of single player i'm totally fine with some multiplayer games i think it's only going to strengthen the library Mm -hmm. but it seems with this and the next story and a couple of the unique partnerships that we're talking about we're gonna have five or six exclusive multiplayer games on the system that's a lot at one time to sustain a a user base and whatnot so i don't know how i feel about so many multiplayer games at one time yes and how sony's going to work that in because like these uh, again i know we're getting we're still getting accustomed to it these games need a broad audience they can't just be on one ecosystem they have to be on pc as well so like if these games want to survive it needs as many people as possible and i think at the easiest entry point possible as well so like for me i I, i'm even saying maybe this game's free to play you know maybe this is a Fortnite situation or maybe this is a premium uh thing that they they toss in there or as we get into it later on in the show maybe this is something that they incentivize people to go on playstation now for so that's that's the thing that i'm i'm kind of wondering with this game but interesting i do also hope it's not insomniac because i do just want someone else to have have a chance at marvel ip that's not just insomniac but awesome to see as well marvel and sony seemingly keeping on strengthening that relationship because yeah look at square enix i mean guardians previews seem swell but the hit that wasn't avengers really shows that like maybe maybe disney doesn't mind if it's only on one platform as long as it's critically acclaimed and sells pretty damn well that says a lot uh that that said the last question comes from rego they ask i forgot to ask when wolverine was revealed at the playstation state of play which storyline from the comics would you like to see i only know uh x-men from the tv shows hmm yeah, yeah, I was a I was broke little Hispanic kid. So we used to go to Zap Comic, shout out to Zap, and I'd be only able to look at comic books. I wouldn't be able to purchase them. And so for for me, it was really the cartoons that got me in. And anything where I'm ripping apart a sentinel, 
is dope as hell. Also, shout out to the to the cards, the the 90s Marvel cards. Oh, 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 yes. I think we still have them in the basement as well. Oh, yeah. You should get some of them might be worth some money. I'm just saying. Yeah. Cards are cards are having a resurgence right now. So I'm just saying you might have a little little gold mine on your That's hands. That's true. I, I remember I remember as a kid, Joseph really liked the storm card. Mm, I wonder why. <laughs> I have an acquired taste, and that is of women that shoot lightning <laughs> from their hands. But yeah. Uh I think again, as not a huge reader of comics, I'm trying to get better on it. The one that I know and love and mm. saw it in movie version, Old Man Logan, um, I think would be exactly what the description of what this game is going to be. It would fit perfectly. Yeah. Uh, of a, a, a dark, gritty, really hopeless kind of dire Wolverine. And that's exactly what Old Man Logan is, as Ooh. we saw in Logan. Like, I, that's. That's the kind of story I would want to see for sure. And, and like, I would love to see the Hulk in there. I would mm-hmm. like to also see wink and nods to others. PlayStation IP, not Marvel PlayStation. Like I would love to see like Jin Sakai's sword somewhere. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, because, yeah, because yeah. Wolverine has that tie with the, what is it? The silver samurai, I believe. Yep. So yeah, like I would, I would like to see that. That would be really cool. That would be, that would be cool. That would All be right. cool. Listen, Kyle, with this next story, it's it's a little bit of stuff that I've actually editorialized. Okay. Um, so I got this information from Zermina Khan from PS Lifestyle and Adam Bankers from IGN. And uh, apparently over the weekend, Kyle, people mm-hmm. thought that on the celebration of Outbreak Day, which is pretty much the celebration of Last of Us, that's when the outbreak happens in that world, uh, we would get a tease of the long-awaited factions multiplayer but you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. But there are some cool things that were announced at the Last of Us celebration. So a new line of hipster merch. That was my line. I put that in there. <laughs> On the PlayStation merch store, you got guitars, shirts, some a sick-looking satchel, and a beanie. I want that beanie. It looks warm. The first glimpse right here, this is a big one, of the Last of Us show, uh, teased by none other than Neil Druckmann himself, is a shot of Ellie and Joel uh, overlooking like a plane crash. <laughs> if a picture can say a thousand words, I'm very, I'm very happy that uh, also they had a, um, a dark horse has a Joel statue as right, well, which for is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love the look of the TV still because Joel has his flannel. Mm-hmm. Ellie's backpack has the wings on it. Um, yeah, it looks just just from that thing, that one little one little still. I'm super energized and mm-hmm. I I just know, Joe, uh, they're going to kill it. Yes. I just know without a shadow of a doubt. I know the show's going to be amazing. Yes. Like dude, $10 million an episode. There are some of my Canadian friends that are teasing me because they're like, yeah, I'm going to go across the street where they're shooting the last of a show in Toronto. I'm like, are you son of a bitch? <sighs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Take a, and I'm surprised there hasn't been any more like set shots or like mm. seeing Pedro as Joel. I'm like, hopeful before we see a trailer, before we watch the show, I do not want to see what a clicker looks like until oh, I'm watching the show. Dude, I oh my god. I just want to hear the 
I, I yeah, um, hearing yeah, is fine. Yeah, but I want to wait for it to pop up in a show for me to see it for the first time. That's yeah, yeah. This this is gonna be awesome. And again, this is the yeah. synergy that I think we're going to be expecting from PlayStation to Sony Pictures, mm-hmm. um, vice versa, or Sony Production. So awesome, pumped. Joel's Hispanic. It's canon. Yeah. Now get over it. All right. <laughs> Naughty Dog later addressed some fans that were disappointed in the lack of factions by Twitter posts. In sh- and they write, in short, we're working on it. Uh, we see the community comments, and as many of you clamor for multiplayer and want updates, the letter, letter reads, for now, we'll have to say that we love what the team is developing and want to give them time to build their ambitious project. We'll reveal more when it's ready. To that end, we've been busy growing our team inside the kennel since last of us part two launched and currently in full swing of hiring for multiplayer related positions hint hint so if somebody uh you know qualifies for anything you see on our jobs page apply elsewhere the letter reads naughty dog said that it's proud of the fact that last of us 2 is the most awarded game of all time we are continuously in awe of the support you provide please know that our team reads the fan letters marvels over the art you make and is moved by the heart you all bring to recreate a slice of the last of us in your own world the studio wrote I don't know why people thought factions was going to be announced here. I know why. Yeah. Because in the special the... mix, say it. No, no, Xbox no, no, no. Era leak it. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, good. In the tweet or the blog post or something, it did say an unveiling all new content. Uh, let me guess. That content was a little big planet or sack boy stuff. It was probably the costumes mm. or the statue or something, but the phrase all new content. Uh, made it sound like it was game related kind of thing. Okay. So I, I understand why people got their hopes up. I think it would have been weird if they showed off yeah. it on a Sunday, even though it is last of us day, it would make sense, but yeah, I mean, Strange. I think it's, I think it's a, it was a fantastic celebration. Um, I do think the the still image for the show, I think the statue looks amazing. The clothes mm-hmm. are cool, even though I'm too big for him. Um, I'm very happy there aren't any new posters because I didn't have the money to buy any new posters. <laughs> uh, uh, the other really cool thing is the Last of Us music tracks of Troy singing and and, oh, really? and Ashley Johnson singing are on Spotify. The songs that they sung in the games mm-hmm. are on Spotify. Their versions of I them. love so, the one that goes "Love Take Me Down to <laughs> the Streets." <laughs> I was I was leading more into like the, the take on me. No, get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, Beep yourself. Bleep yourself. All right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was a cool celebration. I love that they celebrate last of us day. I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. I don't don't know. (laughs) This leads into what I was saying before about how in this post, there were very much like our multiplayer game, not single player game with multiplayer. And it makes, I love Naughty Dog. Uh I play Naughty Dog for their single player stories. So if the next game is only multiplayer. But what if it is just factions? Then that's great. That's fantastic. Okay. It's just, you know, I want a story. I want to, I want to go to space with Naughty Dog or do whatever (laughs) they're going to do next. Yeah. I think this is the thing that they're doing 
in between the last of us remake and probably their next big adventure um but yeah like this this doesn't worry me uh i think what we're going to see is like playstation throw a lot of multiplayer things at a wall some of them some of them stick most of them don't um that's what i'm kind of thinking and seeing which ones stick so that they can profit off of and i think factions is a great it was already a beloved thing for oh, yeah. Last of Us fans and stands on the PlayStation Four, uh, PS Three, but yeah. So I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. I, when do we see it? Next year, around E3 time. Yeah. And with that, Kyle, we have some breaking news, Kyle. So big that we are tossing out our usual show notes to introduce these two huge stories. Are you ready, Kyle? I'm so ready. All right, then. Let's get right into it. uh, Jenny Zhang over at GameSpot writes, Horizon Forbidden West Studio Guerrilla Games is hiring for a multiplayer game. Horizon Forbidden West developer Guerrilla Games' new job listings appear to suggest that a multiplayer game could be on the way. The company is looking to hire a senior social systems designer who will work in, quote, a core team of multiple designers focused on social systems and player engagements, end quote. And I ideate, create, and share innovative features to build, engage, and nurture player interactions and relationships, end quote. The listing goes on to say that the designer will create an environment where compatible players can create guild-like groups to explore together. Another job ad, Senior Narrative System Designers points to a multiplayer game being in the works as well. It asks for the applicant to have experience in narrative design and open-world RPG games, both single-player and online. According to a no-clip interview with Horizon Zero Dawn game director Mathis De Jong, I'm so sorry, Mathis, uh, co-op elements were originally planned for the first Horizon game before getting scrapped. So it's, it's possible the studio might reintroduce a multiplayer element for some future Horizon game. In any case, the hirings likely isn't related to the upcoming Horizon Forbidden West, since no news about a co-op element has been mentioned yet in all the released PR content and teasers. Yeah, so unless they're hiding something really big for the next few months, um, because I remember the rumors of, oh yeah, this game could have co-op features built into it. And that was mm-hmm. years ago um, when this was still a PS4 game and not a PS5 game. That being said, Kyle, we take a look at this news. First, we, I mean, you literally just said it a few minutes ago. You're uneasy about all these multiplayer games that Sony's making. Yes. And you're not alone on that because we put out a tweet going, what are your thoughts on, you know, this news and Katie one two zero says no absolutely not I don't get this fascination with turning everything into a multiplayer or live service game yes it makes a lot of money but single player experiences are still growing strong dot 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 so do, mm-hmm. do you share those same worries that Katie has absolutely I do I I, I think the world of horizon would be cool for an MMO style of game Mm-hmm. But I don't want it to be either packaged in with Horizon Forbidden West, even though it's likely not going to, or the the next game from Gorilla is this online only MMO kind of thing. Yeah. It, it 
it just makes me feel weird because I play PlayStation for the single player experiences. It reminds me a whole lot of God of War Ascension, which was a single player God of War game on PS3 that they added a multiplayer mm-hmm. component to. And, I, and I it think wasn't good. It wasn't good. And I think that was a lot of Sony's big issue first party wise is they had a lot of single player games that they crammed multiplayer stuff in it. Yeah. And uh, I can count on. Uh, four hands where it worked. Uncharted <laughs> one, two, three, and four. I'm sorry, one didn't have it. Uh, you two, mean three, four, four fingers? <laughs> four, what four did I say? Hands. Four, four hands. hands. You know what I mean. I should yeah. have little mini hands on my fingers. Then. Uh, like I, Naughty Dog knows how to do it, and factions yeah. as well for Last of Us. So yeah. I can't think of another franchise game that had multiplayer components and was a good added benefit that people kept going back for um, and instead of like a strong single player experience. And I, and I don't mean um, like kill zone, right? Right. Cause kill zone's a first person shooter. You expect that to have multiplayer yeah. stuff in it already. Yeah. I, I get what you mean. I even like taking a look at a great multiplayer suite that, you know, ghost of Tsushima has, right. Even then it's like, I'm not going back to the multiplayer. It was really fun to revisit it for sure. And it was fun to go there, you know, and play when it first launched, but it's a month out and I'm kind of done with it just because there's not much added content left for me to explore. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to the Horizon MMO portion, I actually do get worried. Now, HR Bomber writes in as well. They say MMOs are cool. I just can't put time into them like I used to. I think it would be a big change of pace when it comes to their game library. Worth giving them a shot at it, right? And I say, though the MMO, I think, does make sense for Horizon. Like, I'm just thinking about all the weapons and the unique armor that they could throw at this game. That's an awesome idea. And having all these boss fights that you can really just, just pop out of thin air. Like, Mm -hmm. give me, you know, I don't know, a robot crocodile mech. (laughs) Not just the robot crocodile we saw in the first one. No, this one's got arms, legs, torso, Uh Uh waist. And he's ready to fight. (laughs) Um, But, like, at the same exact time, when you take a look at, or just think about, or just, yeah, like World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy, what is it, 14, 14. right? That's the online one. Graphically, fidelity-wise not the best looking games. And when I'm thinking of the next generation for PlayStation, I want something that's going to pop. That's going to look really great when, or, or even just match what we're seeing from, you know, horizon forbidden West, or even just the, the first game. So that does worry me. If this is an MMO portion, that isn't going to be a watered down experience visually and even combat wise. Cause I take a look at world of Warcraft and it's all about setting macros and all that stuff. It's all about literally hitting one, two, three, four, five, six, getting the, get, getting the, uh, what did they use to call it? The rotation down. So for me, I'm like, no, I want the combat from horizon. How do you really make that work? Now, I would say maybe this isn't an MMO and maybe we're going to get a multiplayer-esque expansion to it because what I would actually really like to see, and I want to know what you you would want to see multiplayer-wise out of Horizon is their take on Monster Hunter. Ooh. You, four of your buddies, let's go fight. Let's go hunt some robot deer. 
for sure. For Robot sure. bears. Yeah. The, the only thing that makes me not super excited about that, I think it's a great idea, is we've already, and by the looks of the sequel in Forbidden West, we've already taken down these gigantic robot dinosaur mechs by ourselves sure so if it's the same kind of enemies that we need to team up for that would just feel weird to me Mm. um but yeah what could it be right like i'm also imagining uh, since it's so popular and i love it so much a factions era thing inside Mm. horizon world where we are different tribes in this horizon world Mm -hmm. And you're going out and you're scavenging and you are you come across other groups of players in their own thing, scavenging for supplies and you might fight in between kind of thing. And it's all open world and whatnot. Kyle, you know what you just described? I'm afraid. (laughs) (laughs) One hundred hunters drop into a horizon here. (laughs) (laughs) You just described you described Battle Royale. You you just you just told me what Fortnite is. Okay. Well, Here's the thing, Kyle. What if it's what if it's co-op? Would that be rad to you? Would you be okay with that? I mean, yeah, I'd be okay with it. I mean, I'm I'm okay with anything they want to do because obviously they're more talented creatively and whatever True. making games. So at the end of the day, I'm not gonna poo-poo their ideas. It's just me personally, it's it's gonna take a lot for me to get into it because something HR Bomber said was very true. Mm. With all these games coming out. I don't have time to invest in an MMO because I know how how much time and dedication that is. I've so seen much. people hop into Final Fantasy 14 this year, friends of ours, who it's now their thing. Yeah. I see people who still grind away at Destiny, like nonstop. Cognito. The, I don't I don't want to guess how many hours Cog right? has. Yeah. But like there's too many of these games that need our attention and time. And to add something else on top of it, it's a lot to ask for Guerrilla Games is to do an MMO, I guess. But that doesn't I'm just talking over myself because no, no, you're talking through it. That is what games are anyway, right? There's Mm -hmm. always going to be a new MMO. There's always going to be a new thing coming out that people are going to try. But I think when it comes to first party things, I don't think I don't think it makes much sense. No, I think you're expressing concern just like Katie has. I think this whole entire episode, you, you know, displaying your concern at, hey, I come to PlayStation not for this. Mm -hmm. And it seems like over the last few months, we're uncovering more stories of PlayStation going and dipping their toes into the multiplayer well, you know, and that said, it 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 does even worry me because, yeah, I'm not coming to PlayStation to get my multiplayer fix. Like I was joking around uh, a few nights back with the Halo Infinite uh, mm-hmm. flight where it's just like, yeah. Xbox for the longest time, I called it my Halo and Gears box because that's literally all I really want to play or wanted to play for a long time on my Xbox because those are the multiplayer games that I'm truly interested in, invested in. But even the ones that I'm I'm out, interested in outside that Xbox ecosystem are your AAA games. It is your Battlefield. It would be on a normal year a Call of Duty, right? It is the third party. And that's why, again, I say it's so important that PlayStation diversify their platforms when it comes to these multiplayer releases. And this doesn't concern me as long as you're right, Kyle, it's well executed. If this game comes out and it's great, 
and let's be honest if then we're not gonna give a shit but yeah. if it's bad grr i'm i'm also like i'm wondering if this is just a shared open world game mm. kind of like um I believe there's this, uh, there was an Assassin's Creed as you were running around and you run into like other assassins and stuff. It was like their weird multiplayer. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I I can see these jobs being up for help with like quest lines because mm. that mm. is something that from Horizon is something we wish was a little bit better. The first one, like their side sure. quests, be meaningful and and have actually like a narrative weight to it. So. I can see it being more of just to like buff up those things for like a future open world RPG thing. Yeah. I just don't know if it's going to be like a massively multiplayer kind of thing. Yeah. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, I would actually really dig uh, more like interested in a horizon take on a destiny meets monster hunter world. Cause there's obvious a thirst there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I think, listen, I get, why you you're skeptical and you should be, but I, I I I don't say panic just yet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Because if these games hit and it's awesome, that's great. For sure. Because there is a balance that PlayStation needs to do between multiplayer and single player. But I will the moment that game is real and we play it and it's awesome, I will be the first one to apologize yeah. and say I was wrong. No problems whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this next story, Kyle, is yeah. equally strange. Very strange. Uh, so are the people who are outside your house right now. I heard that. Did you hear it? <laughs> I did hear that. <laughs> All day. All day today. There's literally road work not even a, a half a block away. Gosh. It's nuts. Maybe they're practicing to be in this next game. Andy Robinson over at BGC <laughs> writes, Destruction All-Star Studio Lucid Handed Twisted Metal Revival. According to the sources, the new car combat installment, which by release will be the series' first in over a decade, has started early development at the Liverpool UK-based studio. One person with knowledge of Lucid's plans suggested that the revival would be built around a free-to-play model, partly in response to Destruction All-Star's last-minute transition from premium game to PS+. Plus. The release is planned to coincide with an upcoming TV series in 2023, we were told. Sony Interactive Entertainment went on record this year that it that it intends to increase its foothold in the live service games market and a free-to-play entry in one of its classic multiplayer franchises would match with these ambitions. Destruction All-Stars released earlier this year to highly critical reviews. It was originally planned as a full-price PS5 launch game until Sony delayed its release by three months and announced it was going to be free on PlayStation Plus members or free to PlayStation Plus members for two months before being sold for $20. However, despite the poor reception to All-Stars, Lucid has a long pedigree in the racing genre and is trusted to do a good job with Twisted Metal, we were told. The British studio was formed by veterans of the now-closed developer Bizarre Creations, which created the hit Project Gotham Racing Games. Uh, More recently, Lucid worked on Need for Speed Entries Payback and Hot Pursuit Remastered for EA and another car combat game in Switchblade. The Hmm. studio's reported involvement in Twisted Metal comes weeks after the series' original director responded to rumors of a revival and said he believed that Lucid was an unlikely fit due to the poor reception of Destruction All-Stars. Yeah, this is something because Destruction All-Stars is usually what we talk about this year 
you know, with the PlayStation 5 and how great it's been, this is actually probably one of the only games that's off that list. Out of, you know, the nine plus exclusives that we've gotten, timed or otherwise, this is the one that's a miss. So, Kyle, uh, looking at this news, does this strike you as weird? Because even Jeff Grubb has come out and said, yeah, Lucid's making this. I've heard the same things. Yeah, um, I think it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's not exactly. I think we talked about it last week or two Mm -hmm. weeks ago when we talked about like the Twisted Metal series. Yeah, two weeks ago, I think. What I when I think Twisted Metal, I think of the dark storylines. I think of the individual cars and their drivers, their storylines, and 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 how dark and and gritty they get. So then I think car combat and and the weapons or whatnot. Um, I I don't know how I feel because of how little destruction All Stars hit for me. Yeah, like I played very little, and that time I was like, okay. I appreciate this. It's flashy. I love the car designs and the character designs. Yeah. And there was just something off with how it felt playing. There were no guns. Yeah. <laughs> I, I even like when, when we were talking about our impressions of the game, it's like, it's missing the combat. And I yeah. think even if we go back in, there's, there he is outside. Sweet uh-huh. tooth agreeing with me. Um, but like, if we go back to that February, uh, episode. I even said like this would be a great twisted metal game if it had weapons. Yeah, and I think it's. I think it's only weird because we're seeing Lucid get another chance apparently with Sony, right? And I think you know when they when they did the numbers with this game and they could see why this failed. I think PlayStation was well aware of why it was. They're, you know, fudging it up uh, in terms of how they handled it and not Lucid's handling. Because, yeah, like in this article, it's like, how many times did this pricing model change for this game? And how confusing that must be to an average consumer. On top of that, yeah, it is a new IP as well. So it's going to be hard for it to get traction. And it's a multiplayer game or multiplayer only game with an install base of less than, you know, at that time, what, four or five million units. So, yeah, we all saw the writing on the wall. I think any podcast telling you different probably fibbing to you. But to me, if we're looking at this game coming out in 2023, which is two years from now, there's going to be way more PlayStation 5s on the market. I don't know, Kyle. I'm kind of optimistic here. I think if, because if there was actual combat in, I think, Destruction All-Stars, I think that it would have been uh, talked about a lot more. For sure. Yeah. And and while you were, were, were saying all that lovely things, mm-hmm. uh, I was looking up what their car combat game Switchblade got, like, critically. Okay. Um. Did not get really like any reviews, like at all. Yeah. Um, released for PS4 in January of 2019 and on PC in 2019 and on PS5 on November 12, 2020. Mm. Um, it's a free arena or it's an arena based 5v5 vehicle shooter. And the only review that I found from a 
reputable site was Windows mm-hmm. Central. They gave the PC version an 80. Okay. Um, user reviews were awful, but that's probably well, I don't it's take Metacritic. those. Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. Open Critic doesn't have anything, so I it it does look like they know what they can do with it, and I just want it to have that charm that Twisted Metal has, where yeah. the, each car is different enough. And I think that's where I'm even a little bit more hopeful because with Destruction All Stars, each character had their own flavor and feel. Yep. And their cars reflected that as well with the different powers and whatnot. So that does help me. That does bring in some more hope when it comes to Twisted Metal and having them feel different enough and cool powers and whatnot. Yeah. And I think you're right. Like when it comes to personalities, that game had it right. Here's here's the David Jaffe size outfit in the room. (laughs) David Jaffe, the creator of Twisted Metal, not uh, working on this game. How does that make you feel? And okay. even him, I know. <laughs> wow, <laughs> okay. really? Okay. I am. Because it, did he not work on the, the last Twisted Metal game? Yeah, I believe so. And I was not a huge fan of that version of Twisted Metal. Okay. So I'm okay with different people doing different things with As long as they know the, what the DNA of this game should yeah, be. Yeah, because like when I, I mean, going back to David Jaffe, he directed God of War. Right. And every single one since that has a new director on it and they each get to do their own new thing with the story and with the characters and look at where we are now. Like it's everyone, every single one is a little bit different in their own way. And you can see that person who directed it, their handprints all over it. Right. Like playing playing God of War three is, I believe his name is Stig. Stig Asmussen? Yes, he made a... Uh, Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order, Order, and I can totally see the two things relating to each other. I can see his style yeah. and flair in them. So I'm totally fine with another no, another group of people to take put their flair on True. an IP. Yeah. All right. You, you you know what? I'm I'm now less shaky on it. Thank you, Kyle. No Thank you for... And also, honestly, yeah, you're right. Uh, maybe it does need another pair of eyes on it looking at it through a different uh, looking at it a different way to probably get the vision i think it is just weird as gamers we're looking at something that wasn't financially successful but then still getting some backing from it and i actually really do like that it's it's sony going okay or, or places rather going okay we understand why this didn't do great it wasn't on you guys in fact we like what you guys did so much that here's this beloved franchise work on this. And now knowing the failures of uh, destruction, all stars, we can work with this new blueprint for this twisted metal game. So I'm on board. Yeah. That's it, Kyle. It's time for some flash news. This comes from game rant from Peter hunt Spudstick. I nailed it. I think. Square Enix TGS Showcase confirmed its list of games. Posted to the official Square Enix website, the company's 3D presentation features a plenty of its most anticipated releases, but excludes Final Fantasy 16, which is disappointing to so many fans as the studio has gone silent on it following the announcement trailer during the 2020 PlayStation 5 Showcase. So here's what they have in store for us. On Friday, October 1st, Square Enix presents TGS 2021. Square Enix 
music special right afterwards, and then a Forspoken TGS special live stream. Saturday, October 2nd, we have the Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy live stream, Final Fantasy Brave Exivus live stream, question mark? I think you nailed that one. Yeah. Saga presents special live stream. Uh, Stranger in Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Chaos. Square Enix Jazz Live Painting. Again, I'm thinking Bob Ross is there. His animated corpse, they're doing some live jazz to it, and he's just like a puppet. (laughs) Sunday, October 3rd, the Final Fantasy trading card game. Chocobo Grand Prix. Voice of the Cards, The Island Dragon Roars. Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier live stream. And, um, and yeah, that's it. Now, yeah. I, 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 I say it like that because Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier, I really did think for a second it was, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's part next two. DLC. It's part oh, two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just a mobile game. Yep, mobile battle royale game. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we want as fans of Final Fantasy. Oh yep. my god. We want PUBG I, with chocobos, Kyle. That's what I, we demand. I love you, Square Enix, and I hate you at the same time. <laughs> uh, lot of, lots and ups and downs with, with that group uh, of very talented people. Yeah. Just like they... We live in two different worlds, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, here's the thing. Clear Wings XYZ writes in. They ask, considering the TGS lineup uh, is, or sorry, that TGS is around the corner, what are you the most excited to see uh, or be announced at the show? And so taking a look here, what are you the most excited for? I mean, first and foremost, for Spoken. I want yeah. to see more of that game. Um, fingers are crossed for a hopeful Star Ocean 2 coming to north america for, let's go for on, on playstation systems it is literally the only star ocean game we cannot currently play have access to it's ridiculous because that's the best one it's my one of my favorite rpgs of all time um and other than that like i'm higher on gardens of the galaxy than other people yeah so i am excited to see a little bit more of it and see if like there's any any saving grace for stranger stranger paradise Strangers of Paradise, whatever it is, no. chaos. chaos. I just, I just want to, I just want to see if there's any change from that demo that was, I think, so poorly run out there and just did not feel great to play at all. Yeah, I, you know me, I'm not a JRPG guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not much of the Japanese style of games. So for me, the only thing that really reaches out to me um, is Forspoken. I want to see more of that. I want to see what they have up their sleeve there. But other than that, good luck on you, Square Enix. I hope it's a good show. I hope everybody that's excited for it, you get exactly what you want, which is that the the Final Fantasy 6 through, what is it? The Pixel Remasters? Which Final Fantasy games were that? Was that 1 through 6? 1 through 6. Oof, that's a lot of games. Yeah, they're only on Steam. (laughs) <laughs> and mo uh, yeah and mobile no they're not just steam all right how dare I you <laughs> i feel the contempt I that feel. was a dream announcement joe yeah a dream to play them all on my playstation have all the final fantasies at one spot all of them are only on steam <laughs> oh sorry on steam yeah 
Okay. Well, listen, we got some more flash news. Okay. And hopefully there's some news here that gets you excited. For sure. All right. Here's another one. PlayStation Studios acquires Manchester-based Fabrique Games. Fire Sprite, the large Liverpool-based uh, bought by PlayStation Studio earlier this month, has expanded further with the acquisition of Fabrique Games. Fabrique will now be a part of Fire Sprite and boost the overall headcount to over 265 people, employees. Fire Sprite has formed from the remnants of Sony Liverpool, which PlayStation shut down back in 2012. Now it has quietly grown to become one of the largest development teams in the UK. I actually think it's the largest, if I'm not mistaken, and has found itself back as a first party studio. The former was spun out by Fire Sprite, by its boss to develop indie games, though ended up working with Fire Sprite on its recent project, The Persistence. So to me here, there's there's not much, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's not much, but I I do love the pickup. Yeah. Um, I love that we are now our acquisitions are now acquisitioning people themselves. <laughs> Yo, like, Doc, I heard you like the acquisitions. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's really, really cool because I think the studio is going to be like exclusive VR things. Oh, okay. Because the persistence is a PSVR game. Yes. But then so, later spun out to be a PS4 sure. game. Yeah. So I, I think having a studio with that many people in it, dedicating at least half of that to vr mm -hmm. and to have more exclusive vr experiences i think would be super smart for sony yeah i mean from what we know it is working on multiple projects one of them being a major yeah. multiplayer game mad in addition 2 let's go to, uh <laughs> in addition to uh london game studio yeah right? with um why can't i think of the name of the game the mech, mech game right Are no 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 no, no. No, yeah. the 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 spy action game bound bounty. Oh my god! Why can't I think of the name know. of this game? I don't know. You're like you are playing as a mobster, or oh, you're, you're for blood and uh, blood and truth. Blood and truth. There, there it we is. Got it. We got there it. There it is. Yeah. So like having them, uh, 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 fire sprite, and then having you know people like um, uh, the people who made moss. Why can't I think of their names now? Pa uh, not Polymark. Polyark. Polyark. There you go. Look at we're, us struggling with this there. story. We're yeah. getting there. But I'm just saying they have set themselves up for great success in the VR space. True. So if they have at least one or two projects that are VR only for the next generation of PSVR, I think that's super smart. Yeah. It is weird, though, because it's, it's, like, it's an acquisition from a studio you just acquired. Yeah. Who also was once a part of that studio. Yeah. So it's just it's And again, weird. that's <laughs> never not going to be weird. It's like you no. you closed this studio down 8 years ago just yes. to buy this new studio from the remnants yeah. of. They closed it down. Yeah. They made their own things, Fire Sprite. The boss of Fire Sprite went out and made his own thing, Fabric Games. Then yeah. Fire Sprite bought Fabric Games and Fire Sprite is bought again by Sony. It's like the the the, the cycle of life. <laughs> yeah, and, and listen, whatever 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 floats PlayStation's boat. Exactly. If they want to spend a few extra bucks, exactly. buying the same people twice. Go for it. Yeah. 
That said, let's get into the next bit of flash news. A lot of flash news. And this one, Kyle, this one you picked up because you really want to talk about this one. Yeah, this is uh, over our friend of the show. Benji Sales tweeted out that Netflix has officially entered the video game industry. Netflix has acquired Night School Studio, developers of Oxenfree and the upcoming Oxenfree 2. Quote, our explorations in narrative gameplay and Netflix's track record of supporting diverse storytellers was such a natural pairing, end quote. So that comes from the Night School Studio team. Um, it's officially happening. Netflix is making moves. Yeah. Um, I do think that this is a very good fit mm, because yeah. of the style. I, as somebody who I've not has not played Oxenfree, I know it is first and foremost a narrative-driven game, uh, game mm-hmm. and story. So I think that would work extremely well with Netflix. Yeah, especially if they do it episodically. I, I think I think that fits. That's the thing. It's like, what does this team want to do and how do they want to expand? That's the first questions that, that get in my head. Cause yeah. you're right. We're seeing Netflix. And then just what yesterday, Amazon just launched their MMO. Uh, was it new world? New world. Yeah. You're seeing big companies dip their toes into this video game pool. Yeah. Because what we touched upon last week, it's not the fact that, you know, the TV entertainment or movies have peaked creatively. It's that they've probably peaked monetarily. And so these companies see games as a growth point and they want to get into it. And I think this is a smart move if you're Netflix, because you get to practice with small teams, small indies, purchase them for seed money. And then grow them over time if they're successful or cut them loose if they're not. And if I am Netflix, how do I want to expand into the games? It's not by being the next Call of Duty. It's with the mobile experience. They even talked about this, expanding into mobile. And I think that's how you do it. I mean, when Fortnite was huge, they were like, we're competing against Fortnite. We're not Mm. competing against Hulu. We're competing against Fortnite. And I think, not to say that their their next game is going to be Fortnite, but it's going to be a mobile experience that hopefully has you tuned into their app. And that's really all they want at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, before before we move on to the next Flash News, yes. this reminds me, I was scrolling through Netflix after I mm-hmm. watched Midnight Mass, which everyone should go watch Midnight Mass, and then join uh, our Discord where we're having great talks about it in, in the movie channel. Ooh. Um, I was scrolling through. I was like, oh, man, I haven't been on Netflix in a while. Right? Let yeah, me, it's let me been see what's going on. And I found a wrestling WWE thing with The New Day oh. and Undertaker. Ooh. And it is a 30-minute kind of like the Black Mirror, the Bandersnatch thing, the okay. interactive Netflix Choose Your Own Adventure, where you choose where The New Day go as they're going through The Undertaker's house. And it's very much like if you choose wrong, The Undertaker is going to do something to The New Day. Oh my god, that's I'm like, funny. That's pretty cool. I, I, as a wrestling fan, I'm like, that's pretty cool. I like yeah. this. <laughs> was, is this a new thing, or is this like something I, you uncovered? I don't know. I, I don't know if this was a last year thing, and I just saw it now, but like, it's cool. I, yeah. I, I dig that. It's we should neat. ask Austin Creed when he's on the show one day. Man, that'd be the dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle, here's the next dream. Getting our hands on Spider-Man 2. This comes from Nibel on Twitter. Uh, Spider-Man 2 will be darker 
than the first game. Marvel Games Bill Roseman says, if the first Spider-Man game was Star Wars, then Spider-Man 2 is kind of our empire. It gets a little darker. Also mentions that Wolverine trailer has some Easter eggs, dot, dot, dot. Kyle, they going to kill, like, Uncle Ben again? I, I, <laughs> but, like, again, again? <laughs> but like again, 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 again. Uh, I don't know. So I have the trailer running because they hmm. said there's Easter eggs in the Wolverine thing just to see if I spot anything. Yeah. And nothing is like clicking right off. the. Bat. Also, does that mean is he is he alluding to Wolverines in the same universe? I mean, it has to be. It has to be right. Um when I think Spider-Man 2 is going to be darker, can I tell you the first thing that popped into my mind? Go for it. Miles' mom is going to die. No. I think Miles' mom's going to die. I is think even orphaned? Joe, Peter Parker himself might die. Here's the thing with Spider-Man on PS4. Spoiler alert. I also like midway through. I'm like, it could happen. They're setting some things up. We have Miles. Yeah. So like... I don't know. Are we? we have, are the, is is this Spider-Man universe going to exist with zero Parkers? And here's the thing: even Insomniac has played into this, saying, "Who told you that Gwen Stacy's dead in our universe?" Right? It's like Insomniac <laughs> Twitter. What are you doing, Aaron? With two A's. Come on, man. Stop <laughs> messing with me, man. I, and I got I it have, right, so give me respect. I yeah. have no. I don't. I have no idea, Joe. Yeah. It. it, it <sighs> I think what I what he means by darker, uh, yeah, I do think some main characters are gonna die. Hopefully, a dog doesn't. I'm still gonna die on that hill. I didn't spoil anything. All right, if the dog is not in the cover of the game on a poster, a play mechanic, I did not ruin it by saving you the heartbreak of letting you know if a dog dies in a game, dying on a hill, so that a dog doesn't have to. <laughs> that said, I think he means Venom is going. To eat people. Oh, yeah. I because I mean that's what Venom does, and with this whole movie oh, shenanigans with the carnage, which I will not watch. By the way, I'm making my stand here, and I'm dying on it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm really thinking when he means darker. But I'm really more also. I think Wolverine's gonna show up. Uh, yeah, I think Wolverine one hundred percent is gonna show up. Gonna I did cool. just pick up on a couple of Easter eggs in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how it relates to Spider Man, mm-hmm. but in the shot where you first see Wolverine sitting at the bar uh, and, and the his back, whatever, there's a license plate. It says Hulk. Mm-hmm. That says Hulk one eighty one, which is the issue of Hulk versus Wolverine. Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And then on the cash register, it says 1974. Okay. I don't know what that's about, but like, that's clearly a year. <laughs> Look at you. And he's at the princess bar. What's the princess bar? Oh, that's um, my migraine stopping me from, from, um, from remembering the name, but that's like where like all the bounty hunters go. In the oh, cool. Oh, in Madripoor. Okay. Madripoor, there you go. Yeah. Cool. So Yeah. It's it's a thing. It's happening. There, I'm very there, excited. Yeah, there's some there's some things going on for sure. All right, Kyle. Man, you saying Venom's going to eat people? Oh my gonna god! Eat people. Gotta what be if nuts. he eats Miss Morales? Oh, 
don't no, want there's it to already, happen. You know what? No, with, with Venom's tongue, I could only guess the oh. fanfics. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Oh hey, Kyle, boy. are you holding on to something before I get canceled? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prepare the drop. Shout out to Push Square, where I found this news from. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. This month's October PlayStation Plus games have arrived. Hell Let Loose, a massive multiplayer World War II game, drops on the PlayStation 5 store. PGA Tour 21 on PS4. All right, I'm dropping the voice. I can't do it anymore. I've been yelling all day. Mortal Kombat 10 for PlayStation 4. Those are your three games. Hell Let Loose, PGA 2K21, Mortal Kombat. 10, not even 11. Not the best month. Not the best month, you think? I mean, Mortal Kombat 10 is already on the instant game collection for PS Plus. Sure. I've learned that today, yes. Um, PJ Tour is not everyone's cup of tea. It's a sports it's game. It's golf. It is golf. I know our friend Donnie would love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to dive into it because I enjoy a good golf game here and there. Hell Let Loose, I know literally nothing about. Mm. Uh, I have no idea. I'm watching it right now. It's from Team 17, so they also uh, published the Worms game. But yeah, this does look like, you know, if Call of Duty Vanguard worked, I think this is what they're aiming for. Yeah, players <laughs> fight in iconic battles of the Western and Eastern fronts of yeah. World War II. I mean, that's the one that, I, like, this game I'll check out. Yeah, Absolutely. It, I mean, it speaks to your interests 100%. Right. That's true. Oh, shit, and this is the Eastern Front, so that means... Ooh, does that mean they, they'll have the Japanese theater, the Pacific theater? Uh, oh, so, fight fight in the most iconic... This is from the Steam page of the uh-huh. game. Okay. Fight in the most iconic battles of the Western Front, including Karatan, Omaha Beach, and Foy, and more. This is a this is combat on a whole new scale with lumbering tanks dominated the battlefield, crucial supply chains fueling the front lines. You are a cog in the machine of colossal combined arms warfare. Hell Let Loose puts you in the chaos of war, complete with deep player controlled vehicles, a dynamically evolving front line, and crucial unit focused gameplay that commands the tide of battle. Featuring more than nine sweeping maps modeled on real reconnaissance images and satellite data, the entire battlefield is divided up into large capture sectors allowing for emergent and constantly unique gameplay that pits two forces of 50 players in a fight to the death across fields bridges forests and towns on an ever-evolving front line when a sector is captured it will generate one of three resources for your team creating a complex metagame that will influence your team's march to victory oh wow this looks like real talk this looks like Battlefield. <laughs> 14 one? playable roles uh, okay. with an infantry recon and armor unit types. Uh, plays an officer, scout, machine gunner, medic, engineer, tank commander, and more. And you're playing in the Eastern Front, so you are playing on the Pacific Theater, it looks like. That's that's us. This guy's using a German rifle, though. I'm not... Like, how, how's that working out? I guess you just get the yeah. whole sweet. I don't know. This is interesting. I'm already like... Yeah. I'm, my interest is peaked. I'm going to check this game out. For sure. Yeah. I like Let it. us know next week. I, sh- I shall, sir. I shall. <laughs> With that, Kyle, it's a little segment I like to call What You've Been Playing. Yeah. Kyle, what you been playing? Uh, I'm trying to get through the master difficulty in Kena. Um, okay. You can hear all our thoughts on Kena on our Road to Greatness episode for Patreon members. Um, 
spoiler alert, we love Kana so very mm-hmm. much. It's incredible, and I'm having a great time. Yeah. Um, I also last night finally started uh, this game, Deathloop. Uh, I played for yes. about an hour until I was too tired and I fell asleep. Oh, no. Um, this isn't a games problem whatsoever. Okay. I was just too tired. You're sleepies. Yes. Right. Uh, blown away by the visuals. Mm-hmm. Blown away by Cole, uh, Colt's. Cole or Colt? Colt. Colt. Colt's uh, voice acting. My right. God, he is amazing. Right. It's right? so good. And the the words that pop up as you're trying to remember as you were playing i thought would have been old very quickly never do just never gets old i love it it's just yeah. like remember remember break the loop break the loop jump you'll be fine jump <laughs> like yes this is cool and the dual sense feels great mm-hmm. i love that i already did something that i didn't even think of like very early on Ooh. when you get to um i think it's up dam yep uh, the first area and you can go on like your little computer to read the messages whatnot and it was like hey you want a prize and i just clicked on it to think like it's any other game where you're just like reading all the in-game lore stuff yeah and i clicked on it and one of the guys who one of the visionaries i think or one of the visionaries lackeys i'm not sure was like haha i caught you you fell into my trap i know exactly where you are because you clicked on the link kind of thing <laughs> and it was like great. oh shit i have to run and i ran and got out of the level so it was like little dynamic things like that i really yeah. really dig yeah. i'm excited to get back into it and really play and finally hope to get some of the powers because i don't have any of them yet okay and so i can really play with them and and, and figure it out i'm not i'm glad you're big, liking it man my biggest issue when i play dishonored games mm-hmm. is is there was too much too many ways to go sure and i want to see it all kind of thing and i tried to be sneaky and then it just ended up being a firefight it this is now a death loop like i tried to be sneaky and it, everything yeah. turned into a firefight so I got to find that balance and find something that I am, am enjoying to do as I'm going through the levels, but it will, it will come. I'm having yeah. a great time. That's awesome. Dude. I'm so, I'm so thrilled you're enjoying it. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. For me, it's just been Kina. Um, life has gotten way too crazy as you guys could tell, but I was able to platinum Kina because oh, I yeah. cheesed it and I, I am proud to say it. I listen, I'm not going to hate you for it. I'm a little right, upset good. that it doesn't work for me, uh, but I'm <laughs> going to attempt the master playthrough. Okay. And I only have two more rot to collect on my yeah. other save. I just got tired of retreading. Tell me how you like it on things. Grandmaster difficulty, because that thing was yeah. this game is deceivingly. I said it in our in our Patreon show, deceivingly difficult because you yeah. think of the, the art style. Oh, this is going to be a nice, fun, whimsical game. No, Mm-mm. no. No, no, the, no. The After the boss fights, they kick your face in a little bit. The first boss fight, the Sprout, uh, yep. very early on in the tutorial level, hit me twice, and my health was all the way down to a sliver. Yeah. So if if that's just the opening boss, where I, <laughs> it's kind of easy to time the parries and whatnot, it's going to be, be tough. It's going to be tough. <laughs> that said, also, I put some time into uh, Death Stranding's director's cut. Ooh. On PlayStation 5, because I said, mm-hmm. what the heck? And yeah. I got to tell you, I said this on Beyond, and I have to stress it here, because this is our home, and I need to let I'm sorry, you said this where? The, you said Beyond. this where? It's a small what? little indie PlayStation oh, podcast. Cool. I was really Beyond. just helping them out. Beyond. Um, <laughs> but the transfer save from PS4 to PS5, Kyle, is the 
is the most Kojima way to do it. So let me explain. Oh, oh and, no. And this is and this is why it's going to take up the what you've been playing segment. Do I, do I have to give blood to do it? Almost. So <laughs> you have to download the PlayStation 4 version of the game. Okay. Make sure you don't have any deliveries open. If you have any deliveries, cancel them all. You go to in the game. In game. You okay. go to the, the terminal and yes. then on your cufflinks, then you go into system and then you say upload PS4 save to okay. PS5. Then download the PlayStation 5 version of the game. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. You can now delete the PlayStation 4 version from what sure. I'm aware. So now I have the PlayStation 5 version. Download the PlayStation 5 version. Now upload PS4 to PS5 save. Great. We're done, right? No, yes. Kyle. And maybe this is maybe it's just me and this is just my error. It had to load again, like the whole game. So it took, yeah, I had to load this game what felt like three times. Again, I feel like this is my error, but the problem here is, Kyle, it's the woes from going disc to digital because Death Stranding was the disc version. So I literally had to go to GameStop, buy the used copy of the game. that's what I was going to ask. Does Mm -hmm. it allow you to just download the PS version with the PS? Okay, so I'm not going to transfer my save. I'm going to have to start all over. Yeah, sucks. Well, so yeah, so like I literally had to borrow my brother's PlayStation Five, put my account on his PlayStation Five, then download the PS4 version, then download the PS5 version, transfer the saves over, delete those games off, and then off of the, upload the save, on re-download it on your. Wow, <laughs> right? If that's not a if if you're confused, welcome to a Kojima game. I <laughs> just Kojima you. If that's not the definition of first world problems. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. That said, though, I am enjoying it again. Like, this game is gorgeous, Kyle. Tell me me about those haptics. All right. Tell me, is it, are they good? Oh, they're not. They play it safe in a lot of areas. I was very disappointed because, like, last week we talked about, like, oh, how, like, this is Kojima. This is his way of getting weird. No. Like, like the crunch, like when you're stepping, that's haptic and depending on the, the, the area, like if you're pressing on snow, it feels crunchy, but like when you're driving, it'll rev in the beginning, but then it'll just be mute until Mm -hmm. you hit something on the terrain and then you'll feel it in the haptics, but there's no like adaptive trigger stuff when it comes to the vehicles. Now, when you're holding stuff, there's tension in the, in the triggers for sure. That's good. But yeah, I was a, I was a little bummed out. Yeah, that's yeah. a bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't dived into the cool DLC stuff yet, but I will always say this: if you're looking for a indie game disguised as a AAA game, you've never played Death Stranding. Go for it. This is it. Fifty bucks. Uh, we loved it. It's our game of the year of 2019. Test this game out because it deserves. It, it it really does deserve to be played because it's something legitimately interesting. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that said, as well, when it comes to visuals, this is a major upgrade to me. Sweet. It's very noticeable. Like draw distance is insane, and the details in which you see those things uh, in the distance is shocking. How does since I know you play with headphones, um, BTS? How do they? How do they sound? I fucking hate them more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that whatsoever. I, oh, I like that. No, yeah, that, like, cause you know when I'm, this is just me being a scaredy cat. I've experienced a scare, but now I like going back into it. I'm like, uh oh, there's a scare there, and I'm kind of paralyzed because yeah. I know there's fear where uh-huh. I'm headed. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what happened here. And so, so the 3D, the 3D audio is, feel, is pretty damn good. It's really good. 
I think Sweet. that's the biggest improvement other than the looks and feels of it. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, that's uh, what I've been playing. Did your trophies carry over? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the most important thing. But I put 60 hours into it. I think the, my first run was like 61 hours. I, there's no way I'm getting that plat. That 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 requires another 60 hours. Mm. It, it feels like so. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've been playing. And now let's round out the show with the Sony Pony Express. Yee-haw. Now you can send your questions over to at PS Trophy Room on Twitter, or you could join the Trophy Room Discord server. You could ask us questions there. You could shoot us an old-fashioned email. That still works. I'm not even gonna tell you where. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to work for it. That said, the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life writes in via the Trophy Room Discord server. They ask, this week saw the release of a new Hot Wheels Unleashed game. When the game was first announced, I thought it was likely wouldn't be that good since it's a licensed game. However, now reviews are coming in saying that the game is good and I'm even compelled on getting it. Has there ever been a game that didn't that didn't give you a good first impression during the previews or you didn't think it'll be good, but ended up being good at the end. What a great question. What a fantastic uh, one. Yeah. What is a game? I, really I, good. Here's the thing. The famous Seamus, you stumped me because I absolutely know there's a game in my history that I have not to say I thought less of, cause I think that's not, the word I would use, but maybe I judged too quickly. So let me hop into my let me hop into my li- library real quick. Kyle, can you think of anything off the top of your I, head? I'm I'm doing some research because I I think <laughs> I think I have one, but I w- I want to make sure that I'm right that the previews weren't great for it first. Okay, what 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 game are you thinking? I don't want to say it until I find it because oh. it's going to be my answer. Oh, okay. You know what is a game that I judged too quickly? I think. Life is strange. Oh, okay. Not because I thought it would be bad, but more on the the lens of, oh, this is just another narrative driven game, and that I wouldn't be into. Um. Oh, how can I forget, Kyle? Kyle, a game that I judged too quickly. Let me put the controller down. Kyle, what Death is Stranding? It? <laughs> Not Death Stranding, but you're getting closer there. What is a game that I absolutely love? I mean, there's a lot. Ghosts? It's been 2,381 days since the launch of Bloodborne since recording the show. I remember the first three hours of Bloodborne, and I hated it because I was getting my ass kicked. And it wasn't like the previews were glowing, but I was just like, "Uh uh-uh, this isn't it. What is this? And then I beat the first boss, and then everything just clicked. And I love when games just click. They fall into place. You found the rhythm. You found the hook. And then you're just like, I'm never letting go. Bloodborne. Yeah, that that that's a great answer for you. Um, God bless. The the one I'm looking up, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's true, uh, is Wolfenstein: The New Order, Ooh, okay. where I think everything those previews were saying at were. Or like the six to seven range, mm-hmm. six and a half, seven range. And anything I saw, I was like, okay, this looks like any other generic World War II shooter kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then after playing it and getting through that first level, first hour or two, everything just kind of locked in. I'm like, oh my God, BJ as a character is super cool. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, all, all these Nazis that I'm absolutely destroying is fun and satisfying. Mm-hmm. And I just had an absolute blast with that game. Fair. So I think that's the one that I would fit that kind of that question i like it also to answer a question that we had on our discord because people are like joe actually i do want an arkham style wolverine game um oh i did see a that, good yeah. and a, they said a good reference point was mad max that it's similar but you can't jump in mad max and that's what makes it so different from yeah. uh from batman and they they're like if it's in the style of that mad max combat then I'm all in for it. So, okay. Yeah. Um, what is the next question on the list? Let me see. Ah, Jedi Master Ren. I hope you're liking Star Wars Visions because I'm adoring it. <laughs> oh, it's getting me all weebed out. I'm like, what's it? What is an anime that I like? Like, and I'm the, trying to find and now. You now. got that, that poster for what the book of Boba Fett? Oh, Kyle. <laughs> How did Disney just put porn on the main Twitter feed? <laughs> Outrageous! <laughs> oh my god, it's so cool, dude. He's so Boba Fett's so freaking dope. All right, Jedi Master Red writes in, "Hey guys, been playing Death Stranding Director's Cut, and by God, this game gets a chef kiss for visuals. I couldn't believe it, considering how amazing the game looked on PS4. How hard is it for you to continue on the treacherous journey through the mountains and not stop to take in a picture of the scenery in the new photo mode? Very hard. And it got me to this question. I, first off, I absolutely loved it because what is a game that you were constantly hitting that photo mode that you thought, Kyle... Maybe this was getting in the way of your your enjoyment. <laughs> uh, Spider Man for sure. Yeah. Um, Horizon, one hundred percent. I still have like ten or twelve pictures that I keep on my phone from Horizon because I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Um, recently with Kana, I was stopping a lot. Same to try to take some some good. And I got pictures. some dope ones too. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I love when a game has a good photo mode, and let's not forget all about Ghost, mm-hmm. uh, Ghost of Tsushima. That photo mode mm-hmm. is top notch. Beautiful. Um, Last of Us one as well is yeah. fantastic. God, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima's photo mode. It's just ridiculous because you could just be standing still in that game. You're like, and take a picture here, and take a picture there, yeah, take a picture here. Put motion on the leaves. Oh my God, yes. Ah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go oh, back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again. Uh, Dwane Raksha. And please let me know if I mispronounce your name. Also, thank you for becoming a patron. Because as of recording, I saw on my phone your patron. Hey. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and we'll give you an official you know, shout out on next week's show. Anyway, does the acquisition of Fire Sprite support the reporting that PSVR without, uh, without peril which says Sony is keen to integrate VR support into AAA first-party titles, like what we saw with Resident Evil 7, released as a flat or VR title simultaneously. GT7 is an obvious choice. Oh, yeah. What do you want to see? Oh, my God. I should have put this. GT7 in VR is fantastic. You got it. That would oh be really awesome. And, like, as a car fanatic, 
Are you yeah, kidding? Like, right? Not like I'm one. I'm just saying, like, you put like no. my dad in a with, Ferrari, he'd be freaking out. With the demo disc that came with the PSVR, where I had like the 20 or whatever demos you can try, mm-hmm. Drive Club had a VR thing, and I was sitting in there and was blown away yeah. in VR of just the detail. Um, it's pretty, pretty fantastic. Yeah, that that's perfect. Okay, so what's another one? That one's an easy one. What is another game? I mean, Horizon Rumor has it, right? That VR title. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. God, um, it's, a, it's a good segment. I'm so proud of it. God, What's did a, you? Oh, my. I know. I can just think what? of me being sick <laughs> in VR, this VR mode. But Spider-Man in VR? Swinging yeah, around the city? Up. It'd be cool, though. <laughs> it would be cool. It would be cool. You know what would be really dope? Dead Space. Not PlayStation First Party. I'm just going just going with it. Having having the plasma cutter in your hand, and you're, like, switching it up by, like, tilting the controller. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be... So- oh, guys, I got it. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Uncle EA up. We got, we got this I- unlock. I mean, we just talked about how beautiful the game is on, in on PS5. Yeah. Put me in Death Stranding in VR. Ooh. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah. I, I'm not, a- not super motion sick. I don't feel like because you're walking. Yeah. Uh, the BTs probably will make you shit your pants. <laughs> uh, but I think I think that would be cool to yeah. be in. You're on a mountain and in the snow and or, or taking the breeze. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. delivering packages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, that's show? been it for the show this week. Wow. Wow. First ever two two day show. Right. Very weird. Because it's like, <laughs> how do you match the energy? It's yeah. something we learned along the way. But I hope yeah. everybody enjoyed this episode. Of the trophy room. It was for a good reason. Podcast. It, it was, was for, for a good reason. reason. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Joe. Before we head on out, uh, is there anything you'd like to spotlight? Sure. I'd like to spotlight myself, Mr. K-Step, on Twitter and on PSN and over on Xbox. And you can follow all the indie game coverage that I do over at 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E, uh, as well as YouTube, Twitch, all those fun things. Absolutely, absolutely. And you can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room. You can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. That would be much appreciated here in the United States of America. Uh, we are 13 reviews away from hitting 200. Worldwide, we are at 256. It is nuts. It is bonkers. And I want to thank everybody uh, for dropping those five star reviews because not only does it help the show grow and we get to beat podcasts like podcasts beyond on seo on apple podcasts but it also just helps me out you know when you're feeling down or not the great mental health space and then you just take a look at a review and it's just like hey you got me through a rough time yeah and there's no better feeling there's no better serotonin hit than knowing that i've made a positive impact on someone that we've done that. So thank you all so much for doing that. You can follow us on Spotify. You could support the show over on patreon.com slash PS trophy room. And last but not leastly, I do want to shout out the awesome community that has got us here over 200,000 downloads. Ooh, ho, ho, ho. Ooh. What? That should be illegal. 
Um, thank you all so very much. And uh, I want to shout out the IGN crew that had me on over at Podcast Beyond. Again, it was the most coming full circle I've ever, ever experienced in my life. I'm getting emotional now just thinking about it. Now it's hit me. Now it's like, okay. It's, it's, like, it's like thinking when you were a kid watching the Mets and going, I'm going to be on the Mets one day. And then you're pitching for the Mets, you know? That's 100,000%. Yes, yeah. I get that feeling. But then you're still pitching for the Mets. I shut up. <laughs> that one, that joke was for you, Cognito, uh, and my grandpa. That's a piece, buddy. Uh, so with that said, um, I love you all very much. Thank you for making my dreams a reality. And um, if I could leave with this one big, big part. During the victory laps that I've been taking. Oh, this is where I'm going to cry. Fuck. Uh, throughout this entire day, there is only, oh, yep, it's happening. One person that I've been wanting to share this achievement with. Uh, my good friend, Bobby Paul is the Nintendo guru, who helped me along my content creation path, who is no longer with us because of COVID-19 took him. Um, please, 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 for the love of God, to get vaccinated. Um, tell your friends, tell your family. Don't fucking eat horse stuff. Don't. That's for horses. <laughs> okay. Thank you uh, so much. Because honestly, that that is the one person that I I wanted to text and wanted to call and couldn't. So, love you all. Man, what a downer of a note. <laughs> love you, Joe. I love you too, Kyle. I love you all. With all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting. Keep playing PlayStation and keep being better to each other. Bye. Bye.